Welcome back to the Coffee and Accounting Podcast, a podcast dedicated towards accounting, taxes, business, the cloud, technology, and geared towards employees and entrepreneurs. This podcast airs every Thursday, so we're a weekly podcast, and I hope you guys will enjoy today's topic. Please feel free to reach out. All of our social media and contact information will be at the end of the episode. So again, thanks for watching, guys, and here we go. In this episode, we're going to go over the keys to starting and being successful in business as an entrepreneur. Now, the topics that I want to go over today are not necessarily the practical aspect. They're more of the psychological and emotional aspect of being successful in business because one of the real true factors of someone being successful in business or their career in life in general is really their mindset. You know, once you get your mind right, that is what determines the trajectory of your life. So now these keys can be useful overall and they can help you in your life, uh, your personal life, as well as your career and any business endeavors you may seek to create. These keys can often make or break us. When we do not maintain these in our personal and professional life, we become less productive, we fail to reach our goals, and potentially we even damage the relationships we have in our life. All of that to stress just how important these topics are. So let's get right into it. You know, the first one is commit. Now, this is pivotal. So when we fail to commit to a business or really anything in life, we suffer. Gary Vee calls it being half pregnant. And to me, that's a really good analogy. Being half in or half out and never fully committing to what we are doing will never breed success in our lives and get us to where we want to go. I think it is important to know how commitment is defined to really be able to understand how to implement it and how it affects our life. So commitment is defined as the state or quality of being dedicated to a cause, activity, or etc. It's a pledge or an undertaking. It's also an engagement or obligation that restricts freedom of action. Restriction of freedom of action is not necessarily a bad thing, but it it helps keep us focused towards our goal. And when we fail to go all in and use our time wisely, we move ourselves further away from victory and not closer to it. If you struggle with committing to something, then I would first question why you are pursuing it to begin with. These commitment issues can come in the form of relationships, business ideas or ventures, major life decisions, and they oftentimes revolve around our self-esteem. I know for me personally, a lot of my failure in my early years was due to a lack of commitment based on a prefabricated idea that I wasn't worth it. All because at a young age, someone called me damaged goods. And the stupid thing is, is that person wasn't even someone I respected, I looked up to, or even wanted them to be an influential part of my life. But that seed of self-doubt took root and it shaped a lot of my early decisions and experiences as a youth because I bought into it. 
And when you buy someone's opinion, ultimately you buy their lifestyle. So keep that in mind when you know you're taking inventory of yourself and you're questioning where did these perceptions or where did my realities come from i think that a lot of very successful people actually i don't think i know a lot of very successful people they take self-inventory regularly to make sure that their mind is in the right spot that their you know self-image is correct and that they are personally mentally physically spiritually on the track that's going to get them to the goal that they want to achieve. Now, a lot of us don't even know where to begin with that. And I'm not going to go into how to tie those things together and take inventory that I could do an entire podcast on that alone. So let's jump back to commitment. Commitment becomes our strongest ally when you set your commitment on the right things. That could be committing to a lifestyle, how you want to live, who you want to be, and the impact you want to have on the world and the people around you. You know, committing to a business, a career, a company, a job. Those things are just a vehicle. They are a means to get to a destination. For far too long, we have all fallen victim to keeping up with the Joneses or the status quo or ego or or what have you. And we've allowed our identity to be wrapped up in the wrong things. Now, what we should be committing to is hard work and the life and impact that you want to have and or leave behind. Legacy. Um, that's one of my biggest motivating factors as well as legacy. So if you can do that, then the vehicle doesn't matter. It's not the identifying factor in your life. It doesn't matter how many times you fail, you know, because your identity is not wrapped up in the what. Now, commitment is a big piece of the puzzle, and that's why it's our number one. But number two is equally as important, and that is consistency. Consistency is key in business and even in our relationships. Imagine that there's a coffee shop that had regular business hours listed on their website or on their storefront or what have you, but they were never actually really open during those hours or very rarely open. And you stop by a couple times expecting them to be open and they're just, nobody's there. Doors are locked, lights are off. You know, you show up to get a coffee and a pastry and you're out of luck. You wouldn't keep coming back to continually be disappointed. And that is a very big part of consistency. You know, that's a very basic analogy, so to speak, but it's an accurate point. If you're gonna be in business, if you're gonna have a career, if you're gonna go to school, you have to be consistent. You know, if you want to actually learn the things that you're being taught in class, if you're going to school or college or what have you, you have to show up consistently. Otherwise, you're going to miss something. Obviously, there's extenuating circumstances. If somebody gets sick or, you know, you're not able to make it or whatever, you can get that information from someone else. But it's always better to get that information firsthand. The same fact, though, applies to business. You have to show up. You have to go out consistently. You have to provide consistently for your employees, for your clients, for your customers. You need that consistency in business to be able to you know, move ahead and be able to move forward and have a successful business. As an entrepreneur, you have to show up. You have to do things consistently and you have to, otherwise you're gonna lose. Also, it's the small daily consistencies that build on each other to be able to create your company, your brand, your reputation, and ultimately your income that stems from those. 
like we did with con- commitment, let's look at the definition of being consistent. So consistent is acting or things being done in the same way over time, especially so as to be fair or accurate, unchanging in nature, standard, or effective over time. The personal and business applications of this are huge. Personally, when you are consistent, people learn they can trust you. They learn that you can be counted on and that your words will likely match your action. Professionally, the same is very much true. People do business with people that they know, that they like, and that they trust. For those three to be established, you have to be consistent. Now, this is true in building your business but it's also true in operating your business. Now, when it comes to building your business, you've got to consistently, especially if you're just starting out, you've got to consistently go out and grow the business, get new business, get new clients, get new customers. You know, that's how you begin. It's it's the hustle, it's the grind, it's the dirt. You have to have, uh, this may seem horsey-ducky, but you've got to use the same email address with everyone you come in contact with for that business. You've got to have a consistent phone number that people can reach you at, you know? If you change that information regularly, if people get together and, you know, they start talking about your business and it comes up that each have different information from you, that's going to raise red flags. That's going to hurt your business. That's going to prevent that trust from being built because there's inconsistency there. And you want and need consistency for a company to be scalable, even on a small degree. Now, if you do not maintain consistency when starting out, it is nearly impossible to create momentum, which you will need to ultimately grow your business. People talk about it all the time. You have to consistently hustle and grind when you're just starting out to gain traction and propel your business forward. But I don't think you can grind that way unless you have a goal or a vision. And that leads us into our next key. The third key is vision. Vision is paramount to business success in life and especially in business. If you want to figure out something, you have to reverse engineer it. That means you have to decide the destination or outcome that you want, and then you work backwards finding out where to start. To me, that is the very definition of vision. The actual definition is, is the ability to think about or plan the future with definite, with uh, imagination or wisdom. And vision can also be a mental image of what the future will or could be like. As a leader, as an entrepreneur, as a basic human, you can only get somewhere if you've decided where you're going. Without a destination, we putter about aimlessly. Now, sometimes that's okay to do. I want no goals, no visions, no outcomes when I'm out on a beach vacation because I'm trying to get away from how structured my life is. So my vision for a vacation would be as little control as possible and to be able to decide every day on a whim. Still though, that can't happen without creating the ideal or you know, the situation in my mind. Life is propelled by decisions and our lives can can be shaped by our vision and ideals. You have to have a vision, a purposefully directed goal to move forward with your business. As you grow and change, ultimately, your vision and culture will grow and change as well. You need to be prepared for that and allow it to happen. A natural progression to things that move you toward your goals and or vision will allow it to happen. 
I've seen some people freak out when their path seems to start deviating from the original one they had set or the original course that they had planned out. And when other opportunities come along, they may pass and ultimately lose out because they think that they are out of line with their original goal or vision. Oftentimes, if you're not aware of what's around you and you don't allow for a little bit of flexibility, you're going to lose out on some really amazing opportunities in life. But the hard part is that we can't always make that determination ourselves. And that leads us into our fourth and probably my favorite key, mentorship. Helping people focus and avoid distractions. You have to have someone to help you check your blind spots, especially if you're just starting out in business. Companies are starting to do it with their new employees by providing them with qualified or certified mentors in the workplace who have been in the job much longer than them and can give them help and direction that they need to be successful in their new position. Now, if employers are doing this, why are you too smart to have a mentor yourself? It's ego and it's time for a reality check, people, especially with how cool entrepreneurship has become. If we want people to hold on during the next market correction or recession or depression or whatever you want to call it, we need to band together and realize that we live in an economy of abundance and help each other out. And we need to stop with the scarcity mindset. There's enough business to go around. I wish I could have had someone when I was younger take interest in my life and want to shepherd me along. You know, I, I wish I would have had a mentor or understood what mentorship was sooner. You know, my first mentor came along when I was probably 17 years old. He is literally a rocket scientist and probably one of the most amazing men I've ever known. He owned a landscaping company on the side, and that's how I met him, because I worked for him. And he was also working at the University of Michigan and was courted by NASA and eventually moved down to Texas. Um, but it was amazing to me that I got to be that close with someone who was that intelligent. And to be honest, as a young teenager who was, well, who had too much of an ego for mentorship and ultimately I didn't appreciate what he was trying to teach me and so I pushed him away and flaked out on him I didn't need to be it didn't need to happen that way and there was so much I could have learned from him I've kicked myself for a lot of years for not you know holding on to that and cherishing it for what it was but hindsight's 2020 right you know my father was a great man he was tired all the time and he worked 15 16 17 hours a day and in my teens, we didn't have the best of relationships. So I didn't know what mentorship could be. I lost out on a lot in my life because I wasn't ready to accept or I was too prideful to accept mentorship in, in any direction when it came to me. You know, I could have been successful in business and in life much sooner had I accepted mentorship or even sought it out. Every winner has a coach. You know, look at Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Tony Robbins. All of these successful men have one thing in common. The strong men behind them push them forward and help them work on their blind spots. How far can you go with the right coach? If you've made it this far in life already without a coach, 
think about how much further you could make it if you had one or if you get one. You know, this is a vital fundamental key in success in business. Please don't ignore it. You know, success can take on many shapes and sizes and ultimately depends on what your ideal image is. But I think all of us can agree that true success comes from pursuing happiness, not money and things. A wise man once said that man is only truly happy when in the pursuit of a worthwhile goal. So find your worthwhile goal, commit to pursuing it, be consistent in chasing it, keep your vision of the future keenly in mind, and don't be afraid to seek help along the way. After all, the most successful people in the world build networks. So here's to you and your success. You can reach us on our social media on Instagram at rude underscore financial underscore services. You can find us on Facebook at the rude financial R O O D. And you can find us on Twitter at find the rude guys. I cannot thank you enough for your support and for listening to our podcast. I hope you were able to get something out of it. If there's any topics you'd like us to cover or anyone you'd like us to interview or questions that you may have or comments about the show, please feel free to contact us directly. You can also email us at rude owners at rude financial 